there and welcome to Story You Talk Radio. I'm your host, Coach Debbie, and I'm delighted to spend this hour with you. Thank you so much for reserving this time to spend with me. We come to you live every Thursday in Seattle here. It's 4 p.m. on the East Coast, 7 p.m., and we offer you an encore show on Fridays for your morning commute, and that's at 6 a.m. Pacific Time and 9 a.m. Eastern Time. If you don't know it, KKNW has an app, and most of my peeps listen to the show via the app, so you can take it with you wherever you go. You can also listen via your computer or your phone. And like I said, you can check out the podcast after we do these live shows. We go out to probably all of your favorite podcasting platforms. So check us out there and leave me a little review. I'd love to know what you're enjoying about the show. This is, we have just crossed the four-year mark of Story You Talk Radio at KKNW. This brand was up and running with an internet uh, radio provider, but I've been here with KKNW for a little over four years now. I love every bit of it, and I especially love that you come along and join in that you send your questions and that you let me know how things are going in your writer's life so I can bring you more and more content. I help people write their books and their blogs, their speeches, their love letters. I help people get in touch with their voice. It's really important to me that people tell their story And for a lot of people, what they're doing is they're going through a process where they're really developing a relationship with themselves, strengthening a relationship with themselves, and then deciding how public do they want to be with their story. Some people that I work with in recovery find that they want to keep it to their recovery group. Nothing wrong with that at all. Some people that I work with have been dying to get on a big stage. So they're ready to go. They're ready to bring their speech to the public eye. Some are ready to start a blog, but they're not they're not really excited about doing something like this, like maybe a, a radio show or starting a YouTube video channel. You know, that that stuff kind of sounds scary. But a blog over there, let's just sort of see how it goes. If you're, if you're hearing me right, there are many levels of expression you can get into. Some being very introverted, some being far more extroverted. And there isn't one that is better than the other. But there is definitely one that really will feel best to you. So I invite you, if it's time for you to do a little work on your personal story, 
If you want to have a better relationship with self, I am a certified life coach and I help people live a very creative and thoughtful life. And I'd love to talk to you about what you're creating or where you might feel a little stuck and see how I might be able to help you. Or maybe I have someone in my repertoire that I can refer you to. Regardless, I would love for you to go to CoachDebbie.com, click on Connect, and send me your news. CoachDebbie.com, and it's spelled D-E-B-B-Y. That's also the place you want to go if you'd like to send a question in for any of our shows. I take your calls, I take your letters, and I love to know what's on your mind so I can bring content that is going to support you. Today, we are postponing what was going to be our show with Ivy Miles. She was going to come on the show and talk to us about cancer, about a life of balance, and about creating life after your cancer diagnosis. She's someone that knows a lot about this, and she knows a lot about living a very high-quality life. And we will be bringing her on the show possibly next week, and if not, in April. For today's show, I want to talk to you about three ways to take a writer's vacation. And I might surprise you with one or two of these ways. Take a writer's vacation. Now, probably you're thinking, well, Debbie, this is sort of the bummer time of year to go on vacation. I actually disagree. I think there are so many ways you can go on vacation even if you don't even leave your house. So we're going to get very creative about this. The first way does involve leaving your house, and it is probably the most intuitive way to get a writer's vacation in. And that, my friends, is to just grab a hold of your bestie and get the heck out of town. Go somewhere that inspires you and delights you and invites you to be on par with somebody that you just really connect with. I had a lovely vacation very recently. I went to Florida to see family. It was delightful to just get everything in order, get out of town, and go and see family, see the things that they love to do and spend time with. I got to see some people for work and some people for pleasure. And then I took a a long bus ride to the far south point of the state, and I hung out with a bestie in Miami, and this was just beyond fun. We got some work in, but we mostly, mostly, we really, really had fun. And when I get together with my friend Antonio, it's like life sort of, the the clock on life just slows down, really slows down. 
I want to say we were together maybe four days and it, it felt like we got a long time in together. It was a beautiful experience to just share what's going on in our personal life. What's going on in business? What have we been dreaming about lately? What are some things that we had been hopeful for and they really worked out? What were some things that we were hopeful for and we don't know how it went wrong and we're talking to each other and really getting each other's support? When you need a, an easy no-brainer way to take a writer's vacation, I I really think the quickest way you can do it is just grab a hold of your bestie get the heck out of town, maybe go somewhere warm. I'll tell you, Miami was warm. It was wonderful. For me, I need these times where I just know I'm going to have downtime and that everything in my business is taken care of so I can award myself this downtime. It really took me a lot of years to figure out how to do this. I could even do a whole show on that if you want me to. If you do, send me a little note to coachdebbie.com. Just click on connect and send me a little note about that. And I'll put a show together just for you. Getting out of town gives you a break from the madness in your mind, which is going to wrap around one of the points I tell you about later. But sometimes when you're with someone that's dear to you, when you're taking in sights that you've either never seen before or you haven't seen in a long time and you welcome their familiarity to you, you're, you're just feeling so at peace. And the things that are working in your life now get celebrated. And maybe the things that aren't quite working yet start to, to some degree, get a little clearer because you've gone away from the daily routine. Maybe you've stepped aside from things that just in the daily or weekly life aren't working so well, and you don't have a solution for them yet. But now that you're on vacation with your bestie, you've got an opportunity to talk things through that writer's mind that often needs a break is getting restored. You're getting new ideas together. You're bouncing them off each other. You need that. I know that I have gone literally seven years at times with no vacation whatsoever. And there was only one reason for that. And that was I couldn't figure out how to fit it in. I just literally couldn't figure out how to schedule something with a friend, get out of town, and not come back to a life that had completely fallen apart. I just didn't have all of that in order. And I like to think that I'm pretty in order when it goes to most things, like having my office in order, having my home in order knowing what I'm going to write about next, knowing what we're going to 
offer on the radio show for the next eight weeks or so. I like that sense of order. But when I feel out of order, one of the first things I think about is, when's my next vacation? I can tell you it felt daunting to me that year after year would go by. And I think, how do people get things in order so they can just get out of town when they need to? It's really important to your psychic well-being and to your mental health and to your physical well-being that every now and then you're taking in new shapes and colors and sounds, new scents, new people, new culture, new things to eat. Oh, do I love that. New experience. Because you are a writer and you need a sense of newness. Newness. Is that a word? You need to give yourself permission to create new words. You need to have a sense of newness so that your writing is inspiring you and therefore it's inspiring others. You need to have a sense of something new and exciting and maybe even dramatic so that you feel fresh about the project you're deep into. If you can't find a way to step out of that project, even if it's just to take in maybe a museum in your hometown with a bestie, maybe you can't even get out of town, but you and your bestie can take five hours and just romp around a museum and look at these wonderful images and get inspired visually you're going to find that really pays off in your writing life. You're going to get far more ideas for your articles. You're probably going to get a little gutsy when it comes to sending something out to maybe a publisher you're not familiar with. There's a publication called Real Simple. Now, I want you to know that this magazine it has a huge following by women ages 30s, 40s, and 50s. But I know several men that have come to me and said, hey, I've seen people in this magazine publishing that I know are on par with my level. I think I could get an article in there. And I'm like, you bet your bootstraps you could get an article in there. Of course you could. It's it's good to know where might I fit in. But here's the, here's the real kicker. If you haven't been on vacation in a while, you might not be gutsy enough to look into something that typically isn't what you might first pick up to read. I'm thinking of two clients that I've been working with, both men, and when I told them about Real Simple Magazine, they did have that knee-jerk reaction of, yeah, I think that's kind of a woman's magazine. And I'm like, well, go take a look. Tell me about the men you see putting in articles and if that does not fit in with your own brand. Lo and behold, they got pretty excited about that. And they're stepping out. 
they're doing something they've never done before. What about writing for the medium? It's a wonderful platform to get your name out there. And that is definitely for men, for women, for all ages, for so many topics. Check it out. The medium. Great place to take your writing. But you might not even think about it if you're not allowing yourself a vacation every now and then. I'll tell you what, my friends, I got to take a break here, but I have two more vacation ideas for writers. And I'll tell you, it's not what you think. So stay tuned. Going to come right back. You know Coach Debbie from Story You Talk Radio, but do you know about her annual membership? Well, now you do, and you're invited. Become the author of your dreams and upscale your career. Transform your home or grow your income. Create any future you desire. You'll learn the skills that allowed Coach Debbie to author her own life and transform her most difficult challenges as a writer, teacher, and especially as a person with low vision. The membership doors are open. Just sign up for the newsletter and qualify for the early bird special. Simply go to CoachDebbie.com. That's Coach D-E-B-B-Y. CoachDebbie.com. As a subscriber, you could win a premium coaching session and begin the new year with confidence. Hi, this is Coach Debbie. You've heard my guest Clayton Olson on the show. He will help you transform your romantic relationship. And it doesn't matter if you're just getting started or if you're strengthening and developing your relationship or even if you have a desire to move along. He's not a quick fix coach. He will show you how to see your experience with brand new eyes. And the benefits of working with Clayton Olson will show up in all areas of your life. Your career, your finance, your spirituality. After working with Clayton, I believe you will secure a life where love truly endures. Get in touch with Clayton Olson today. Write to him, Clayton, C-L-A-Y-T-O-N, at ClaytonOlsonCoaching.com. Want to hear something different from talk radio? Keep your dial on Alternative Talk 1150. Welcome back to Story You Talk Radio. Thanks for tuning in today. If you're listening live, I want to tell you I've got a virtual retreat coming up. This is going to be March 24. That's a Friday, 2023. It'll be at 12 o'clock Pacific time or 3 o'clock Eastern time. It'll be via Zoom. I'll send you out the link if you let me know you want to come. I've got an early bird special going on right now. And I mean right now. Today's Thursday. You need to jump on it real fast. It's $39 if you're in the Inner Circle subscription. And if you're catching this announcement, it's $39. All you got to do is write to CoachDebbie.com. Click on Connect. And let me know you want to come to the Inner Circle subscription. Or I'm sorry, to the virtual 
online retreat. We're going to be talking about your sanctuary and the stories you're working on and how you relate with your spirit. This is what I kind of think of as my own Marie Kondo little, if, if you might know about the the ways of tidying up that she is so famous for. It's kind of my little Marie Kondo way of inspiring your writing environment, inspiring, inspiring you to get clear in your mind and in your spirit, and really helping you prepare for those next stories that are just ready to flow out of you, ready to get on your blog, ready to maybe, maybe, maybe submit to your publisher. So I would love to invite you to that. After the early bird special, we go back to the $139 price. But right now, right now, if you want to throw yourself through that front door, it's only $39. Just go to coachdebbie.com, click connect. Debbie is spelled D-E-B-B-Y. And use a verifiable email or it'll likely bounce back, my friends. Okay, make sure that email is easy to verify. I would love to have you along. We are talking today about three ways to take a writer's vacation. And we just went over one that I think is a no-brainer. But even though I think that, it, there was a time when it took me seven years to get around to a good high quality vacation and just grab my bestie and get out of town. They're so important. And I gave you lots of reasons in the beginning of the show why I want you to do that. But let me tell you about two other sorts of vacations that I want you to think about because they are going to deeply, deeply improve your writing. One is I want you to take a break by getting into meditating. This helps you get away from your wacky thoughts. You don't have to become some sort of star meditator to get a break, a real vacation from your wacky thoughts. And I, I know it might sound very personal for me saying your wacky thoughts, but I got them. Your best friends got them. Your parents might have a couple. I bet you, you might have one or two as well. Check it out and let me know if I'm wrong about that. Most of us have a wacky thought or two or a thousand. The best way I know to get away from those wacky thoughts and really do it in an effective way that's just different than a, a blind avoidance or a spiritual bypass or any of those terms. Meditating gets you away from your wacky thoughts because it helps you drop down into your heart and your body and to start listening to yourself in a whole new way. I was brand new to meditation right around the time of September 11 when John Kabat-Zinn came to Seattle. I had his new book, which was called Wherever You Are, 
there you go. No, there you go, wherever you are. Wherever you are, there you go. Wherever you go, there you are. <laughs> you know what? I've seen that cover 4,000 times. Wherever you go, there you are. I think that's it. I had just bought this book. I had been in a bookstore, and I swear the book just sort of fell off the shelf and into my arms and said, read me. I wasn't very far into the book, but every single page was about a different sort of meditation practice you could try out. That's where I was at, just flipping through, trying out a few, and I was noticing my life was changing drastically in just a matter of weeks. Why? Because I was listening to myself instead of 99% of the time listening to wacky thoughts. There's a big difference. And if you're conditioned to listen to wacky thoughts, and most of us are, don't think I don't indulge in my own, meditation is like having the most wonderful vacation. And I really prescribe it as a writer's vacation. Meditation can be done walking. It can be done sitting down. It can be done lying down, although you have to really brace yourself that if you find yourself kind of nodding off, you'll have the courage to sit up and continue. Meditation will, I promise, in a very short period of time, start taking you on a vacation from your wacky thoughts, which will invite you into where more honest and more thoughtful ideas are coming straight from you. I was saying that it was right around September 11th that this book fell into my arms and I was so taken by it and I found out that John Kabat-Zinn, the author of Where You, Wherever You Go, There You Are, was coming to Seattle. And so I booked myself a ticket. I went to the big venue. I actually got almost a front seat. I was so delighted. Many of you know that I'm visually impaired. So for me to get a front seat meant that I just had... A, a really full experience that I might not have had if I had ended up in the middle and forget about it if I had ended up in the back. I could really see and connect with him. What, what really inspired me while I was watching him was that he was a very animated man. There was no way he could have memorized that hour and a half presentation that he gave to us. He was a walking, talking example of the beauty of being present and what it looks like to be mindful, what it's like to be able to articulate and access your thoughts. If you had told me back there in early September 2020, no, 2001, yeah, it was September 8th, 2001, uh, that I would, 22 years later, have a radio show where I come in with a note card 
or maybe even two note cards, three note cards, and I offer you a radio show based on just how I'm feeling, what I have read, what I think will be a good offering to you, and that I'm not full of scripting, although I do write down quotes. Um, I like to do that, but I don't script my show. And part of the reason for that is that my meditation practice has helped me over the last 22 years understand that I can be present if I choose. It's really about choosing. I have found that there are times I come to this show and like I said, I view doing meditation as a way of having a little mini writer's vacation. I'm able to come to this show at times when things in my life are really, really calling out my attention. There's been times when I have been full of grief and I still needed to do a show at Thursday at four o'clock. There's been times when I had to hustle because there was a terrible traffic jam and I lost a lot of time on the bus getting down there to the station to see Eric. There have been times when maybe a class that I was taking brought up things and I was feeling a little scared, but taking a vacation between the traffic and the show between feeling scared and the show, getting into that meditative place. It's like a calming vacation. I'm not going to a new place. I'm not expecting to see new things. I'm actually going inward. There's these little quiet rooms at the radio station. I don't even know if they're soundproof, but they're, they are definitely very quiet. And if you turn out all the lights, no one has any idea you're in there. And they're a wonderful place to meditate. I can go in there full of traffic and the commute and come out of there 20 minutes later ready to talk to you. And I've only got one note card I'm taking into the station. I learned that from John Kabat-Zinn. I saw his confidence and I now feel my own confidence in my own branding. What I want to assure you of is whether you fall at John Cabot's Inn or another one I can recommend that I feel she's very strong in her meditative practices, Tara Brocht, whoever you decide to follow, you will learn very quickly that catching on to meditation is like a little tiny vacation. It's not at all like grabbing your bestie and going out of town for half a week. It's very different. You're connecting with your heart. You're connecting with the real messages that want to be known to you, but you can't really hear them if you're full of traffic and you're full of how a recent class didn't go as you wanted, or you're full of what someone said or what someone did, 
or how something just isn't coming together. Meditation allows you to hear below all of those little circumstances. And really, I feel that's where the true writer's voice lives. I have been reading some blogs lately that I would say are are pretty effective because they are offered by activists. And these are people that are really trying to bring awareness about different situations in the world. But what I've noticed in at least this one blog that I'm following, the tone of her blog is really angry. And I might stop following it pretty soon. I have gotten what I need from it. She she writes about a topic that I wanted to be informed of, and now I feel I am. But the amount of anger and stress and upset that comes through in her blog, honestly, it's a distraction. I mean, she's dropping an F-bomb here and there and everywhere. And while that might have its place, it can wear on you when you've come to someone because you really want to be informed about a topic that's big in the world. At some point, we have to really drop into not the language of defense and anger, and I'm not saying there isn't a place for anger in your blog, but if that's the only voice we can come up with, I'll just tell you, I'm pretty skilled as an editor and teacher. I'm going to say that those people, they're not really relating to their deepest writing voice. They could do better. They're probably doing a good job bringing some attention to their topic. But below all of that real defiance, anger, this should have never happened, this has got to stop, that kind of talk, underneath all that, there is an advocate that can be even more powerful because they're not relying on just a mood to get people going. They're relying on more truth, more heart, more experience with the future, with their spirit, with possibility. Again, anger has its place. But what a lot of my clients find is that they were leaning into it strongly because they hadn't yet developed this meditative voice that comes forward when you take a little vacation, you step into a quiet room, you hear your thoughts, you get in touch with what you really, really want to be saying, and you find it's a little deeper and it's a little more inviting than if you just hung out in that angry frustration that can, I'm going to break it to you, it can get old for some of your readers. So let's just review quickly one kind of vacation that I really encourage writers to get 
is the one where you grab a hold of your bestie, you get out of town, and you go deep. You really take in all of the visuals, all the conversation, and you really lift each other up during that time. The next sort of vacation is much shorter, and it doesn't even require getting out of town, but of course you can take your meditative practice anywhere you go, and that is learning to meditate. Follow someone you really respect. My number one choice is John Kabat-Zinn, but parallel to him is also Tara Brocht. Ooh, I just also thought of Pima Chodron. She doesn't do as much teaching on meditation, but wow, what she does, brilliant stuff. I have a third idea of how writers can take vacations and why they should. So stay tuned. We're going to come right back after this final break. You know Coach Debbie from Story You Talk Radio, but do you know about her annual membership? Well, now you do, and you're invited. Become the author of your dreams and upscale your career. Transform your home or grow your income. Create any future you desire. You'll learn the skills that allowed Coach Debbie to author her own life and transform her most difficult challenges as a writer, teacher, and especially as a person with low vision. The membership doors are open. Just sign up for the newsletter and qualify for the early bird special. Simply go to CoachDebbie.com. That's Coach D-E-B-B-Y. CoachDebbie.com. As a subscriber, you could win a premium coaching session and begin the new year with confidence. Hi, this is Coach Debbie. You've heard my guest Clayton Olson on the show. He will help you transform your romantic relationship. And it doesn't matter if you're just getting started or if you're strengthening and developing your relationship or even if you have a desire to move along. He's not a quick fix coach. He will show you how to see your experience with brand new eyes. And the benefits of working with Clayton Olson will show up in all areas of your life, your career, your finance, your spirituality. After working with Clayton, I believe you will secure a life where love truly endures. Get in touch with Clayton Olson today. Write to him, Clayton, C-L-A-Y-T-O-N, at ClaytonOlsonCoaching.com. Easy on the ears, good for the soul. Alternative Talk, 1150. Welcome back to Story You Talk Radio. Thank you so much for tuning in. I love being here with you live. And I want to tell you that since you are a Story You listener, I offer the inner circle just for people like you. This is a $37 subscription. It's monthly, so just a dollar and a couple cents a day. And it's in a Facebook group, but we explore beyond that. And we do um, 
an event every single month. The one that I have going on right now is for a virtual retreat, but we've also had a book reading for those that were here in Seattle, and we'll have others in the future. But I would just love to invite you to take a look at my newsletter. You can always sign up for that at coachdebbie.com. That's D-E-B-B-Y, coachdebbie.com. Sign up for the newsletter. And I'll tell you all about the Inner Circle subscription, just $37 a month. And I, I go into the topics that I offer here on the show, but we go a little bit deeper in the Facebook groups. You can watch those videos on your timeline, or you can join me at noon on Fridays and be there live for them. I don't erase them. They're there for you to check out when you want to. And I just am really enjoying the people that are coming on board. And my hope is that you'll get to attend the once a month event so that you'll be getting to know some of these people better as well. So let's keep on going with today's topic. We're talking about three ways to take a writer's vacation. And this last one I've really saved for my clients and those of you that are in a publishing relationship right now with either your agent, your editor, or your publisher. You know it's a go. You know this book is happening because these people are on board working with you. How the heck do you get a vacation when all that's going on? Well, if this is your first time publishing a book or even your second or third, one thing you need to know, you really need to know is that your publisher and your editor and your agent mean it when they give you a deadline. So that's fixed, really fixed. Now, it is a bit of a two-faced world. Uh, your editor might not mean it when she tells you she's going to be done at a certain time. Same with your, your agent. Uh, those are really, really overworked people. I have a certain empathy because I've been a publisher. I've been a editor. In fact, I've taken on a lot of editorial work this year and getting back into it, I'm like, whoa, <laughs> whoa. There were things I forgot about a timeline and realistic things about what I can do in a certain amount of space and time. When you are the one writing the book and you have a publisher, editor, and maybe even an agent, you have to stick to their timelines because they are tapped in, in the background to all kinds of stuff that you can't see. And if one little domino goes down, so does the whole box full. I am not kidding. If you can't make one particular date, 
that might mess up the links that's going to set you up to your launch, which is going to get you public, which is going to put you in front of so many faces and on and on and on. The whole thing can fall over. One little deadline missed. On the other hand, it is pretty amazing how we publishers and editors can fix things when we fall down on our own deadlines. It's uh, it's really important to a publisher when they say, for example, that June 1st is going to be your publication date. It is very important to them that they honor it. So there are going to be deadlines long before that that you're going to have to make. If for some reason that June deadline couldn't happen, you would know long in advance. And they, in the background, would be doing everything that needs to be done so that it's smooth sailing on the day you do launch. But here's the thing. If you've got it on your calendar exactly when those deadlines are, and you have been thoughtful about the amount of time you really need, you can fit in, and I think you should fit in, a way to take a vacation. It might just be a quick little flight down to your favorite city. It's only an hour and a half flight away, but it lets you get out of town. It lets you spend a full afternoon and evening in your favorite city, a a stay over the next morning, afternoon, and late afternoon in the city, and then a quick little airline flight home, and you're back in your bed by 10 o'clock, and all is well. You were just out of town for less than 48 hours, but man, oh man, you really pumped those minutes. You got the best out of it, and You did it after you made sure those deadlines were met because they're really, really important. You're going to find that you need to get away from all that writing, all that proofreading, all that collaborating. It's a really, really intense time. Plan it out. Know that it can happen. But... Do not, do not scrimp around those timelines where you know you need your time to write. Don't do that. Get it done, honor your timelines, and get the heck out of town quickly. Or if you can't, if you can't get out of town, take in something in your own town that you haven't seen or done for a while. For me, I love to go out and eat with someone that I love, take in the atmosphere, the flavors, and it's just a few hours away, but it's a delight. My girlfriend Jeanette and I did this recently. It was wonderful to get to hear what's going on with her, tell her about my trip to Miami, taste these wonderful things, relax in the chair get home by bedtime, get a good night's sleep, and you're back and ready for the next day. It really helps. 
If you are an editor or a publisher, you too, you're in this world where you know your eyes might be going cross-sided. Get yourself some sort of little vacation. Meet the deadline first, but get a little vacation. All righty, here we got a question coming in. Why is it you guys write to me at the end of the show? (laughs) We got a question coming in here from Donna. And she says, I have recently started seeing a therapist because writing my book just was taking too much out of me and bringing up old stuff. You might know a lot about this because I understand you are also a coach. I am new to your show, and I'm just wondering about therapy and how it might be different than writing coaching. Ooh, thank you, Donna. Thank you for tuning into the show. Uh, We start every Thursday, 4 o'clock. I'm really glad you're here. You know what, Donna? I'm going to pull up something. I've got a computer screen right in front of me. I'm going to pull this up. I think this directly speaks to your question about therapy. And it's going to help me differentiate uh, what therapy is and what writing coaching is. Uh, This comes to you from a therapist named David Rico. I think that's how you say his last name. It's R-I-C-H-O, David Rico. I really respect him. He wrote the book, How to, be a, How to Be an Adult in Relationships. Great book. Here's five things he says. And, and just listen to the tenor of these bits of advice and know that this is helpful in therapy. So one thing is that everything changes and ends. When you work in therapy, you work on that reality. Everything changes and ends. Here's another one. Things don't always go according to plan. All right, that crosses over into coaching, but no, in therapy, that's something we have to learn as a client in therapy. Another one, life is not always fair. Ooh, my therapist and I worked on this one a long time. Life's not always fair. Another one, suffering is actually part of life and part of growth. That comes out of therapy modules. And the last one, people are not always loving and loyal all the time. Those are things that a therapist is going to help you work on because those are what we would call triggers. They're emotional triggers. If you don't know there's suffering in the world, you might be triggered and you might feel that the world should be more fair. A therapist is going to help you understand that. But uh, Donna is your name. Donna, if you are a writer and you're working with a writing coach, and specifically if you are working with me, I'm going to help you get in touch with your inner voice. I'm going to help you understand who you are when you're writing, 
the different personas that you are when you're writing. There could be happy Donna, who's a writer. There could be sad Donna, who's a writer. There could be activist Donna, who's a writer. There could be Donna, who, uh, who's an educator. I want you to be in touch with the different voices you have. I want you to be in touch with the stories you want to share and express. I want you to have the skills to get to the bottom of the stories that shaped you. And now again, that might tap into work you're doing with a therapist. But some of the stories that shaped you are straight out of your psychology, definitely therapist work. But some of the stories that shaped you are from your senses. Some of the stories are from your spirit and your spiritual beliefs. Some of the stories that shaped you are simply from your exploration as a writer. We get into all of that. We also get into what you want to be focusing on because what many people do when they're writing is they think they have to read every book on how to be a good writer before they even begin. Actually, what I try to help my clients understand is that there's certain books that are really going to serve you because they line up with how you like to express yourself. There's other books that are just going to be regular rule books, and they might not apply to you. Some people get very, very caught up in grammatical structure and how well they're working with it and this and that. And there are plenty of genres where it's fine to write from your colloquial voice that you hear in your head, the, the voice that actually just speaks. It's fine to do that. You don't have to understand all the rules of the English language to be skilled in particular areas of writing because particular areas are very heavy on content and very light on how well you master the English language. So as my job, a writing coach, I really help you with your spirit, with your desire to express. Sometimes I will refer people to a therapist if they haven't done any inner work or psychological work at all. But I will say there is some crossover in writing coaching, definitely a little bit. But so much of what we're doing is about your expression. So Donna, I want to thank you for writing in. I want to welcome you to Story You Talk Radio. And for everyone else, please consider the virtual writing retreat. It's going to be March 24th, 2023. And if you want all the information, just go to coachdebbie.com, click connect. Remember, Debbie is D-E-B-B-Y, coachdebbie.com. Just click on connect and sign up for that newsletter and you'll always be informed about what's coming next. 
I hope this topic of three ways to take a writer's vacation has served you. It's been a delight to be with you. And I look forward to next week. Namaste, my friends. Thank you.